0: If you are at work and you are spinning out about something, you're in worry, you're in doubt, you're in fear, that is not working. That is plain waste. The Thinking Yourself into Exponential Results series on the podcast comes to you every Saturday morning and takes what we discuss in the Morning Mindset Club compiles it into one easy to access recording and gives you some killer bonus content at the end that's not to be missed and only available here. So let's dive right in. In this episode of Thinking Yourself into Exponential Success, we're looking at the destructive thoughts, negative influences, and fears that are communicated from one person to another. This is so critical to be aware of for you and your business, because if you are allowing negative influences and fears into your thinking and you're unaware of it, it will influence how you're making decisions, the risks that you're willing to take, being visible and going for more, everything that's required for scaling your business. So listen in and learn. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm Amira Alvarez and have an amazing day. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. We are in chapter 15 of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And we are in a section of this chapter where he has given quite a few self-analysis test questions, and we are going through them one by one. Now, if you really take each question and do the evaluation, pause and think for yourself, how is that happening in my life? Where do I stand with this? What is the honest and true assessment that you need to make in order to grow and become more? If you articulate that for yourself, and then take the personal responsibility to make one small change in every area that we cover as necessary, you will absolutely grow your life and your business and bottom line, meaning your income. They are all related. So do not just gloss over these questions. Make these changes for yourself. Listen up, see how it applies to you and then make a change. Okay. Today's question is what connection, if any, do you see between the people with whom you associate most closely and any unhappiness you may experience? So the first thing you need to do is figure out who do you associate with most closely? Who do you spend the most time with? And then who are you most intimate with? Those are two different questions, but the amount of time that you spend with someone might be small, but if you share very intimate details with them, that is a big exposure. So if they are not supportive and someone who lifts you up and and helps you have a better, more delightful, happier life, then you have to look at that. Is that a worthy exposure? Do I want to change anything there? Then time-wise, you want to look at who you're spending the most time with in person and online. So online means social media, all the different feeds. Who are you following? Who's in your feed? Who are you engaged with? Are you engaged with trolls? Are you engaged with people who are always negative and cutting other people down? Or are you engaged with people who are sharing their truths? Maybe there's a little bit of struggle happening But they're not coming from a place of negativity. They're coming from a place of, here's what's happening for me. And I'm looking to to grow my life and better this situation. There's a big difference. The come from is different. What is the intention behind what they're sharing? So that's social media. Then you're also online and engaging with people in Zoom calls, your clients, your coaches, the events that you go to, and also your team is probably meeting virtually as well. You might be meeting with your family virtually as well. So think about that. Then most people spend the most time with their team and with their family and with their friends. So are you engaged with people who have your best interests in mind do they lift you up and help you live a happy delighted fulfilled life now some people might give you direct feedback that's not all sugar coated but is for your highest and best good You want to look at that and make sure that their come from is not a manipulative come from, like I'm saying this to cut you down in order to make myself feel better, but a come from that's about really helping you grow to the next level. So take a look at all of this and see who in your life may not be lifting you up. And if you need to make some changes, do make those changes fill your time with people and events that help you grow and become a better human being and have a happy life. So this podcast, other podcasts like it, coaching groups, masterminds, online Facebook groups, these are all places where you can surround yourself with positivity and people that lift you up, networking groups as well. So take a look at that. Fill your time with what is going to help you have a happier and better life. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Okay, next up in our list of self-analysis test questions is this and it comes right at the heels of the last question that we did yesterday so please listen up and see how they're connected could it be possible that some person whom you consider to be a friend is in reality your worst enemy because of his negative influence on your mind so just take an inventory is there anyone for whom You feel that when you leave them, you are worse off, that you're in a more negative headspace than when you walked into that conversation or walked into that room. This person may appear to have your back, but really not be someone who is supportive of you. Narcissists are an example of this. They shine their light, but they really want something from you. They're really manipulating you. And we have a name for it now. I don't know that we had a name for it back in the day when Hill was writing this, but you want to look at whether there is anyone in your life or multiple people in your life who you consider a friend. And this could be a family member even when in reality, they are negatively influencing you. Telling you to stay small, self-sabotaging your efforts. Whether that's self-sabotaging because they're saying, hey, eat this piece of chocolate cake when you've just told them that you want to let go of some weight. They guilt you into the experience. Is this this the person you want in your life? Maybe it's someone who's saying, you shouldn't do that yet, you're going to get hurt. Is this someone that you want in your life? Now on the surface, that looks like, oh, that person has my back. But really, they're imparting fear and saying that I'm not capable of doing what I wish to set out to do. They're undermining your confidence. They're instilling fear. So you're going to want to look and just do a quick assessment. Who's in your life? Who's really for you? Good morning, and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, and let's get started. Today is gonna be a very short recording for you guys. The next question here in the list of test questions, self-analysis test questions, is, by what rules do you judge who's helpful and who is damaging to you? Before you listen to my answer to that, pause this recording. And answer that question for yourself. What are the rules for you? How do you know if someone is helpful or damaging to you? What do you think you currently look for when you assess that? It would be very insightful if you took a moment to think about how you have learned to trust people. What the signs and symbols are for you. And that might not be indicators that actually serve you. They might get you in trouble. I know that was the case for me for many, many years. Okay, so pause the recording and think about this for yourself. Did you pause it? I hope so. I'm going to count to five. Okay, so the rule that I use now that serves me extraordinarily well, by which I judge who is helpful and who is damaging to me, is are they helping me grow? Are they for more life for me as well? This then includes people that might give you tough love. That might set a boundary, that might might say, hey, that behavior that you're engaged in, you think is all great, but it's actually not for your highest and best good. You know, maybe it's a team member who says, I'm not going to jump through a thousand hoops for you because you're urgency driven all the time. Maybe it's a lover or a partner who says, you know, I'm not going to indulge your mood swings because it's just continuing a pattern. So it doesn't always come through in, you know, I agree with you, you're the best, high five. But the thing that they're saying to you is for your highest and best good, for your growth, for your ability to have more life. That is what I would judge the the people in your life by. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. The next question Hill asks is, are your intimate associates mentally superior or mentally inferior to you. So you really want to look at this. Do you always want to be the smartest person in the room? Do you always want to be superior to the people around you? In some ways we've been taught go for excellence, be the smartest person, like be at the top of the class. And yet if you're attached to being the smartest, you might actually put yourself in the room with people who don't challenge you so that your ego can be satisfied and you don't have to grow. That's not the place you want to be. You want to be the small fish in the big pond. You want to be with people who challenge you Now, ideally with your, your most intimate partners, your, your, your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your, your boyfriend, you, you want someone who is mentally superior to you in certain areas of life and places where you challenge that person in other areas so that you are both helping each other grow and causing the other to continue to become more in each of your lives. So ideally, you would be doing this in different areas that you would have your own place of excellence, but would be challenged in other areas and called forward into more. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez, and let's get started. Our next question here in the list of self-analysis test questions is how much time out of every 24 hours do you devote to? And then he lists five things. He'll lists five things. So you're gonna want to take a pen out right now and write down these five things and spend all of a minute or two answering this question. It's incredibly insightful. Then we are going to sync it up to whether that's the right amount of time that you've spent in order to achieve your goals and to have the life that you want. So how much time do you devote out of every 24 hours, so in one day, to your occupation, your sleep, Your play and relaxation, acquiring useful knowledge, plain waste. So your occupation, how much time do you work in your business and on your business? How much time if you have a corporate job, do you work in the corporate job? And then how much time do you put into building your side hustle if that's where you're at? Or if you're just in your corporate job, how much time do you put into that? How much time do you sleep? Most people tend to diminish the amount of sleep that they require and then they are less effective in the other hours that they are putting toward life. So if you want to get the most out of life, it's really important that you sleep and you get solid sleep and do what you need to to get that solid sleep. Play and relaxation force negates, if you are tense, if you are uptight, if you are always wired, if your mind is always going on business, if you cannot sleep at night because you wake up with your mind spinning, you need to find your way of getting relaxed, just enjoying life for what it is. Now, I want you to know that the other things in your life, your occupation, acquiring useful knowledge. Those can be fun too. And what if you could be in flow with those so that they were were life-giving and relaxing and like play so that it wasn't a dichotomy there, like that work was struggle and then you stop and then you can relax. What if it all worked together? What if you enjoyed it all? That being said, we want a full life with lots of good stuff in it. So how much Do you add to your life and in play and relax in non work related, non study related ways? And then D is acquiring useful knowledge. So many of you buy into this. You're listening to the Morning Mindset Club. You are acquiring useful knowledge. This is a type of study. Study is required to get to the next level. Study and then application of what you have learned is required to get to the next level. So how much time are you applying to this idea of acquiring useful knowledge? Are you reading books? Are you studying? Are you taking courses? Are you learning from others? Are you part of a mastermind? Are you going to events? Are you listening to podcasts? What are you doing to acquire useful knowledge? Do you need to go back to, to school and get a certification of some sort? And then how much time are you plain wasting? And I want you to look at this in a nuanced way. If you are at work and you are spinning out about something, you're in worry, you're in doubt, you're in fear, that is not working. That is plain waste. So really think about how much time You're just in that liminal space of worry, doubt, distraction, procrastination, not wanting to do something, resistance. So play with that idea. See if you can expand on that and catch yourself wasting, i.e. misusing this valuable resource called time. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. Our next question is this. Who among your acquaintances encourages you the most, cautions you the most, discourages you the most, helps you the most in other ways? Think about that. Who encourages you the most? Who pops into your mind? Who cautions you the most? Who has a lot of worry, wants to hold back, negates what you're you're trying to do? Who discourages you the most? So sometimes caution can be discouragement. Sometimes they're different things. Sometimes caution can be a type of encouragement. But I want you to pay attention to this over here. Who helps you the most in all the ways? And I'm going to add my own question here, which is how can you emphasize hanging out with people who encourage you the most and help you the most? How can you build your capacity for more people like that? What would you need to do to put yourself in that kind of environment? Make those kinds of choices to want to hang out with those kinds of people. What would you have to eliminate? Law of sacrifice here. You might have to eliminate hanging out with certain people. Good morning and welcome to another great day with the Morning Mindset Club. I'm Amira Alvarez and let's get started. So next up in our list of self-analysis test questions that Hill has shared with us, He asks, what is your greatest worry? And then he has a follow-up question. Why do you tolerate it? What is your greatest worry? Is it not making enough money? Is it not being loved? Is it being rejected? Is it not being able to make payroll, pay the mortgage, pay the rent? Is it about gaining weight, not being pretty enough? not being visible enough. What are you worried about? What is your greatest worry? And you could list out all your worries if you wanted to, but start with the greatest one for the next question, which is why do you tolerate it? What is your reason for tolerating it? Why do you allow yourself to stay in worry rather than making a choice to put a new cause into effect so that you can get a different outcome. Action is a balm. Worry is painful. Make a choice and take action. So if you're worried about not being able to make rent, you have to earn more money. If you don't know how to earn more money, how would you go about earning more money? I teach people how to earn more money. Reach out to us, right? That's one thing you could do. But you have your own ideas as well. Go act on those. Why do you tolerate the worry when instead you could spend 10 minutes sitting down and coming up with a game plan for yourself and then acting on it? If you think about this question long enough, you'll realize that there is no good reason for you to tolerate the worry. It's just habit. But you can change. And today would be a great day to do that. For the bonus content of this episode, I want to go back to the topic of associating with people who are mentally superior to you, have something to add to your life, who call you forward into your own greatness, challenge you to do more, be more, expand, grow, and really live at potential. You're constantly growing your potential all the time. The more you grow, the more potential you have. It is infinite. But if you don't step into that growth, you never get to experience that ever-growing potential, that infiniteness. And then we live this life of regret because we know we've died with the music still in us. And one of the ways that you can live full out is by putting yourself in experiences that call you forward into more, experiences with other people who do this with you. And I spoke about you know, wanting to be a, a small fish in a big pond rather than the big fish in the small pond. Now, there are places where I am the big fish in a small pond and I'm grateful for that. I love feeling that level of competency and I don't wanna get too comfortable there that's not me growing so i always put myself into environments that grow me one of the ways that i do this is by joining high-level masterminds and high-level coaching and mentorship programs i have done that consistently throughout my career, throughout my, my the growth of my business. I just joined a, a new one a couple months ago. And it's with people who have, you know, $25 million a year businesses, $60 million a year businesses. And I am a, a small fish in that big pond. And it challenges me. It's, it's forcing me like to look at everything that we're doing in the business and grow it at such a high level. Now you could do this as well. We run a mastermind that is An incredible mastermind for women who are committed to their growth and development. It's called the Spirit of Wealth Mastermind and Masterclass. Please book a consult with us if you'd like to talk about that. We'd be happy to talk about that. Another way to do this that I have done and it's been incredibly successful is by going to seminars and events and workshops and growing myself that way. And not saying that I'm too busy for that or I know it already or that I don't have the money. I just go. I say yes. And that is something that you can do as well. We have an opportunity in front of you right now, which is the Unstoppable Woman Income Breakthrough Summit. Check that out on our website. You'll be able to see when and where that is. And we'd love to have you there. You cannot choose your family of birth after you're born you're born however you can choose the the family that you create so another way of doing this is really creating a strong family who are you who are you married to who are you partnered with how are you challenging your kids to grow up are you asking them to challenge you mentally as well and what about your friends and and colleagues are you associating with people who grow you? This is such a critical part of being unstoppable in life and business and it's what I've done and I really suggest that you do it as well. Thank you so much for joining us and for being part of the Unstoppable Woman Movement. This special series is a part of our Morning Mindset Club and comes to you here on the podcast every Saturday morning. If you'd like to join the Morning Mindset Club at no charge, you won't have to wait a whole week and can listen to this series in short daily snippets every morning. Plus, you'll get a quick implementation practice and mastery check-in to go along with it. You can find the Morning Mindset Club info in the show notes below, or just head over to theunstoppablewoman.com slash And as always please share this podcast with two or three women who are ready for exponential growth and exponential wealth. And if you're game, we always appreciate a review on iTunes. That really helps us reach and elevate more women. Thanks so much and be unstoppable.